Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. We're your hosts, Shannon and Mary. Through working with the Akashic Records, we have become aware of our connection to the rainbow realm, the highest point in the universe, or the pinnacle point. We're here to spread the knowledge of the rainbow realm from the Council of the Pinnacle to help you awaken to the truth of who you are. We cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's dive in. shining souls i'm so glad that you've joined us again for another episode of prismatic heart of the seven sisters this is such a special episode and i'm so glad to be sharing it with you all this week it is a conversation between me and my other sister mariana the holder of taigete the second star in the constellation of the pleiades and we really get into um, so many topics in this episode. It really turned out to be an organic conversation between her and I. We got on the phone together and we um, had sort of started to discuss, okay, what are some topics that we really want to, um, or some key points that we really want to address while we're talking. And we both just felt the urge to just talk, just have a conversation because we that's just really how it works with us (laughs) it's really how it works with this um soul sister star sister thing um the flow just naturally opens up once we enter into an energetic space together so we just trusted that whatever would come through whatever would come to mind would be divinely guided by our light being brothers and sisters the council of the pinnacle so they are very very present in this episode as well though we've don't necessarily um, quote-unquote channel them. Um, The whole entire conversation is very much um, guided by them as always. We start this conversation through the lens and through the idea of photography and artistic expression because Manayani and I have a lot in common and one of the things is that we both are dancers and we both are photographers. She is a full-time photographer. She is really so, so talented and beautiful. We're going to, of course, include her photography Instagram and her website in the show notes if you all are inclined to give her a follow show her some love um, her work is truly beautiful and you can very much so see the spirit in the photos i believe <laughs> but we only ended up speaking about photography in a sort of specific way for the first few minutes the conversation is very expansive it really begins to speak about the new earth that we both envision and we see and we discuss our society our culture our histories all of that beautiful stuff and um, really describe what we believe new earth energy to be and to encompass i so hope you enjoy this discussion and stay till the end i will say there are gems throughout the whole entire conversation Um, we really were able to go pretty deep together in this, Um, of course. So here we go. This is Mariana. Pictures. He's like got me like if we're square, okay, looking at me as a square. Here's the arch. And I'm like, babe, will you take a picture of me? He put me on like the side barely in the picture to get the thing and i was like what is this he's like i was getting you in the background and i was like no well that's the thing like if you don't have the eye you don't have the eye like people don't oh no i I wanted him to like learn how to do videography like i wanted him to learn how to do videography for such a long time my friend jonathan is gonna be the videographer from now on because i'm like kids got the eye and i don't think i can trust you to have an artistic bone in your body (laughs) (laughs) really good at really precise things you you know i don't expect much (laughs) you hand the phone over and you're like 
cool. I don't even stand out from the background at all. Thank you. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm do you know what book it is? The- like, do you know? Like, I put the lines in there for you, and I told you to put me in one of those points. Like, the all you got to do. Yep. Put the grid up, and then just pick the points, and you just put the person in the points. Right. Or in between the Ratch points in the center. Just <laughs> light it up. It's not that hard. Apparently, it's that hard. It's, this is such a simple thing, but, like, seeing the world in a grid totally changes how you experience the world. Oh my gosh. Totally. You know, and like what your eye is drawn to as well. And Mm -hmm. all of that, like, I feel like I, I see things, well, this is also duh, but I see things that others don't see. Uh, (laughs) What? We see things that aren't there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, totally. No, I'll be, we'll be looking at the same exact scene and I'm like, wow, look at that because my eye immediately was drawn to it, just looking at it in that way. And I'm like, wait, where? No, right there with you. It's crazy. I mean, it's kind of like the cool thing that we get to kind of do what we do for a living. And granted, like, it's very, I mean, with photography, like, it's not the easiest profession to choose, right? It's also not the, like, unless you're willing to, work endless amounts of hours and you don't have a supplemental income it's very hard to make a living out of it yeah like I said I'm very like I'm very blessed super lucky to number one have a supportive partner that like yes you can make good money but like it's also about like that partnership of like having that because I know so many stories of like single moms trying to cut it and single people in general I say single women just because like I don't talk a lot with single Men. dudes <laughs> it's don't I'm sure it's hard for I them too sure. yes but no, I have yeah, noticed yeah. that like guys are a lot more tech techy when it comes to photography like one of my yes. really good friends Chris he's like yeah and then oh my god yes. and then it does this and this is the megapixels I'm like I don't care oh my god yes actually I'm like clicking cool I'm like cool that's awesome like I love that you know that but right. like I know I just pick I just pay a lot of money for my cameras. <laughs> right. And pay a lot of money for my glass. Yeah. And trust it to be good. Yeah, exactly. But like I'm more into like talk to me about camera settings. You know, that's when I get mm-hmm. super geeky. I'm like, oh, if you do this, you're gonna be able to pull this out. And then like if you like really bring down that f-stop you're going to be able to like get this like crisper picture or yes. like try, even capturing movement like yeah. I, I, there's like this thing like I do with um even Rosie or my nephew I have them like run towards me and run backwards so I can like uh, yes I yes, mean yes. I do a lot of weddings so there's a lot of yeah. like little Perception. kids running down the aisle <laughs> yes. or just like little kids just like get to the end and they're like Boom. mommy's up there yep. and you have to yep. capture something even if it's like yep. two or three pictures exactly you have to capture something so exactly. just like practicing kind of makes perfect but it is kind of becoming I don't know the more and more I do this the more the more it's about not like yes it's about storytelling but it's honestly just mm-hmm. about creating like a an environment for people to be able to like one of my clients just the other day like oh she gave me like oh I chills the best compliment mm-hmm. I'll read it to you just because it was yesterday because yes. I delivered she goes, I'm seriously at a loss for words. These are absolutely stunning. I don't know if I can thank you enough. It's been such a rough few months. And the type of joy that these are bringing me is so needed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my gosh. But it's just, that's what it is. It's like mm-hmm. we're able to kind of just, like, stop and capture. Yeah. It's like you get the whole cliche of the photography. Like, yeah, you're stopping and capturing a moment. But, like, it's a moment, but it's more about the memory it brings up because yes exactly I agree and there's a lot to do with art and I mean you're so much more on that artistic like dance and that type of photography which I find such it's so beautiful to watch but like I'm definitely more in the like portraits and making I basically photograph people making out with each other (laughs) and you have to have some form of like ability to make people feel comfortable and absolutely just at peace yes and just being able to blend and then I don't know if this happens to you but the minute you lift up a camera people are like I don't know what to do with my hands mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with myself and I'm like just absolutely walk. just be you yeah, yeah and like how do we walk I'm like how do you normally how do you normally walk, walk? <laughs> 
it's well, like that, this and I'm like then I want you to do then, that exactly like, is that good for pictures I'm like are you freaking like a supermodel like does it matter like <laughs> Instagram famous here like I'm trying to give you something Capture to show you. your great-grandchildren and yeah your, it's very ancestral to me too because like even downstairs mm. I have like one of my favorite pictures I have framed is a picture of my grandparents they must have been around mine and Kyle's age and they're in this old bus in Columbia and my my prim socialite grandmother is doesn't look so prim she just has right. like this hair thing like this little hair bandana on and she's giving him a kiss on the cheek like you don't see that from no. like the mm. 40s you know you don't see that type of image from back in that mm. time so just like I've always looked at that picture and that like and the look I'll have to show you this picture someday but like the yes. look of half like my grandpa is just like sitting at the camera just like oh my god choosing so hard because like yeah and there's like a guy asleep behind them (laughs) exactly like like, wow it's like i have a picture of my mother's mom my Mm -hmm. great like my grandma and that was like a professional portrait taken of her right being able to like for me have those things framed and i think it's just a whole it has to do, I mean, we talk a lot about like honoring our ancestors and understanding yeah. where we come from. And I think yeah. that this is just like a way to kind of bring that story in. And mm-hmm. we live in a time that everybody takes pictures. So like, yes, making exactly. it something other than like a selfie. You take right. Selfie, right. It's like, right. It's got to, it has to be like a real, like I've stopped saying like, I'm just photo I capture moments, like how, whatever. Right. Like, yeah, we do. But like, right. I create an experience. Yes. And how we are talking about holding space. Exactly. Exactly. Like we exactly. hold space for people to have those experiences. And I mean, I'm sure you do too. Like I take that job very seriously. Like I'm photographing mm-hmm. a proposal on Monday. Oh, so beautiful. And for him, like he's like, yeah, not all my clients want to hike a mountain with me. I mean, right. I wish they did. <laughs> That's just like the best. Yes. But like, she's a little primer, and mm-hmm. but he still wants those views. So like, we literally yeah. spent an entire day just planning this thing out. And right. how cool is Figure that? Like, where... exactly. We get to kind of just, and then also like setting expectations. And I don't know. I think there's so many jobs out there that if we were a little more intentional about how we mm-hmm. approach them. Mm-hmm the world would be such a different yes. place if people were more even intentional in their day-to-day lives with their jobs. Mm. I right? agree. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that intentionality is exactly what you're talking about with like a selfie. It feels different than if you have someone take a real, like take not a real photo. I don't like that term, but take a photo of you I kind like that term. Special... We are taking a real photo because these <laughs> are the photos that parented and yes. should be up on your like it's a piece yes. of art. It's not right. just a selfie that like yes. the biggest compliment to me is when somebody sends me a picture of a picture of it that I've taken yeah. on their wall. Yes. Like exactly. look what I did. Like even I photographed so many of my friends. Photograph so many of my friends. It's like they're sweet. I mean, mine's a deer. Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Why yeah. wouldn't it be a stag in a mountain? Because that's you. It's <laughs> um, you. But for them, like, it makes me like it's like a, it's joyful to see. Mm-hmm. It's joyful. Like, I have so many of my friends that something I've taken. That's what they have when they open their phone every single day. Yes, exactly. Like, how cool is that? Or exactly. like, there's a picture. There's one of my friends. Um, good friends of ours she has an entire wall of images that i've taken mm. since i started photography so like it kind wow. of even shows like the story of my like artistic growth yeah i mean we've had the, we we all of course <laughs> i mean of course <laughs> look back six years at what i was photographing i'm like i mean it's beautiful i was trying real hard <laughs> It's where I was at the moment, you know? I really thought that blurry picture was, was awesome. Yes, was really saying something. <laughs> now I'm like, I, I do intentional blurring. Yeah. At point in time, it was, yeah. there was no intention behind anything. Mm-mm. It was just like, point the camera, shoot, and try to exactly. know what you're doing. Exactly, and have something in focus that you mm-hmm. want to focus. 
Okay. Exactly. No, this, yeah, all this talk about our ancestry immediately when you were talking about this, that photograph you have of your grandparents, like it immediately brought to mind this photo that my mom has framed of her parents and they're, it's just them quintessential them. My, my grandmother was born in 1920 and he was, he was born, I think maybe 1918 or something. So they lived and they got married when they were 16 and they lived through the great depression. They lived through all of these changes that happened in our, you know, through our country, but they were itself now. Yes, exactly. But they were such joyful, like, boisterous, beautiful, loving people. And the photo is, they both have a cocktail in their hand. They're, my grandmother's like perfect, you know, perfectly made up and so mm-hmm. beautiful. He has this suit on with a tie and it just is so, it's out of time somehow, right? Like, But these... that's how you want to remember them too. Like, Exactly, exactly. Like if you think of that and even I really... I really don't believe in waiting for a significant other to come into the no. picture too, because it mm-hmm. like, especially like now everybody's getting like partnering up and getting married so much later in life, you know, yeah. cause like by yeah. the time, by the time my mom was your age, she had a little boy. I know exactly. exactly. And I'm 10 years older than you and I don't yeah. have, a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yet. But yet, but even that, like how beautiful it is to capture life really at a standstill. And I just love that you, you even brought up that term of ancestry, this idea of looking towards the past, because of course, you know, that's how you would relate to it and how you would see it as Taigete. And having this very strong connection to the past, to your past, your ancestors' past, and almost humanity's past on a greater scale, right? Like we've we've lived through so much history. So of course, history is significant to us and maybe even like serves as placeholders for us um, in a different way, maybe. I also think like I um, was watching a documentary the other day and they explained it so beautifully it just like brought me back to college like in our history class and how art is really like the cornerstone of remembering yes. you know because the art reflects you the go yeah. yeah well when it tells a story from literature I mean like yes. I have a literature degree like it's what yes. I studied in school because photography was not acceptable <laughs> thing to study apparently according right. to my parents right so that's what I do now like with my literature degree even like we we study and read these novels I mean you read Mrs. Dalloway by Virginia Woolf and you understand the PTSD that came after World War One you know you understand that true that you pain you read T.S. Eliot um you read The Wasteland and you you kind of get transported back to it in a poetic Mm -hmm. way but you get transported back to like a time when it was hard. I mean, like our grandparents were just being born around this time, right? And yeah. ancient Egypt and yeah, you see hier- like hieroglyphics and you, you see the pyramids and it tells a story of what was there. And as much as we can remember from past lives like right. that, it's really about that remembering. And I mean, I know that we've all, um, us four have been having a lot of conversations about kind of things that propel our remembrance mm-hmm. in some way or another, but we're going to be able to give that to future generations, right? Um, through, and I do think that's why it's important to print these things. It's important to, um, it's important to paint. It's important to create yeah. because not everybody is going to be, like Leonardo da Vinci or anything like right, that but like right. these little things if you think about it it was it's pots it's 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 silverware that was mm. made into art those are the things that archaeologists find later on and how if we have that intention of leaving something behind right so future generations can learn from can kind of get a glimpse I mean and how okay how kind of sad is it that like 
maybe not sad. I shouldn't use that word because that kind of gives it a negative connotation. But like the like the waste from our from our time, like what's going to be shown. Exactly. Like, how's that I going was... to impact the like in. 15,000 years, like, what are they yes. going to be finding? I from was us? just you know, like, are they going to like find this like Mac laptop kind of broken down mm-hmm. some old yeah. dystopian kind of, I don't know. It's just, that's always yeah. on my mind. It's something that, and I think it has a lot to do with like my sacral creative force mm-hmm. that just drives me mm-hmm. but a lot of it yeah has to do with creativity and it is really important to like for me at least and I hopefully everybody I touch in some way kind of gets I guess a glimpse of that of the importance that it is just to create it's cathartic it's mm-hmm. it's expressive it's it's a whole different way of looking at life yes. than the monotonous electronics that we have nowadays Mm -hmm. even though like most of my art is done through electronics right except when I paint and draw but that's again that's for me to send you guys to be like yo look at this random thing I did (laughs) (laughs) not necessarily what goes up on right like an understanding that like um not subscribing to the um starving artist Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe uh, to that. Absolutely, I wow. refuse to be a starving Same. artist. We could have one a... thing that, like, a whole episode on just starving artists. Yes, like, that I think that's a very that's manifestation Limiting. at its prime. Yes, right. It's a limit on like you're manifesting that lack mentality. Yes, right. So my whole entire life art's been my thing mm-hmm. again we were talking before you even started recording about my siblings like yeah. my brother was the poli- is the politician was mm. is was the politician. and is <laughs> was and is and always will be has that yeah. analytical super cool mind like super intelligent and my mm-hmm. little sister has always been little miss sports like anything that girl puts her mind to athletically she will accomplish it's so cool to watch like yeah she's done gymnastics when she couldn't and has ridden horses since she was four Mm. four she was four wow she started riding these like enormous creatures enormous (laughs) creatures right and seeing this like tiny little human on top like of a horse that's 15 16 hands like tall like huge huge horses and rode horses her entire life and she started training with yoga when she was like 10. 10. Yes. Just like one of those Gaia TV 10. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to try it and could be a Pilates instructor. As like the girl is like anything physical she could accomplish. That's it's so really interesting. cool. And right now she works, she works with horses now, but like mm. they were, it was very funny. Like my mom always said that like she has very ch- different children, but I'm like, yeah, little miss head in the clouds. Like when my parents went to Paris, what do I ask for? I want paints. Yeah. <laughs> paints and an easel because I wanted to be a Parisian painter. Oh my but gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, but I did get a very much like a, a very supportive and supportive parents that knew mm-hmm. that art was my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, yes. I love, I love reading, like have yeah. my entire life. Like reading was how I learned English. Like a yeah. lot of my English was learned through books. Of course, yeah. And that, I mean, being eight and reading Dr. Seuss for the first time, like that's a memory I have because it was my little brain trying to translate from Portu- from English to Portuguese to yeah. make those connections in there. Um, but my my parents all, like never told me that I could, that being an artist wasn't going to be profitable. And I really... I'm grateful for that mm. because there's nothing never in my mind was I ever going to be anything other than an artist or a literature professor. Yes. But well, correction. Yes. I, wanted, I was, I really wanted to be an astronomer, but that's right. Manifest the correction. I really thought I was going to be an astronomer um, for a very long time. But at the same time, like that, just had a lot to do with my fascination mm-hmm. for the cosmos from of childhood. Course. 
Of course. And I took, I mean, in college, like those were my, like people take biology and people take this and people take that. Now, like astronomy was what I studied. Yes. I remember sitting there being like, oh my God, let me tell you how to store, like how a star is born. Oh my God. Let me talk talk to you about black holes. Yeah. I was that, I was that 18 year old. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, But even those like little things, like it's just never was an option to not succeed in art in some way. Mm. And I mean, now that we've come full circle into this, I mean, it was written in the stars. It was written in my creation. It was a choice my soul made. Right. So living in that truth and really at this point in time, trying to figure out how to live my purpose here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while helping others. Now it's becoming like, how can art heal? How can creativity not art itself but creativity in general heal how will i use that to help our mission right exactly so that's kind of where my mind's at right now is like okay i understand this about myself how do we grow from it yes i can talk forever so (laughs) you go ahead love it there's so many thoughts swirling around but um I agree with so much of what you said and yeah, same with, with my parents. I've, I've always told them and, and spoken about how they really had a different approach. I feel um, to parenting us, they individualized us and each of us had different, different passions. In the end, my sister and I, one of my sisters and I really had very similar passions and purpose and so we ended up doing it together um, once, oh, you know, we were, so we were old enough and all of that, you know, and we had that experience, but they never told me that I couldn't be an artist either. And they never explicitly said, you're going to fail or you can't make money or any of those things at all. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was such a different environment going into my home and thinking about my future. I feel then the public oh my gosh public sphere you know sphere and and having everyone's opinions about that because yeah I really think that we need to I mean I think that this is coming in our shift but Mm -hmm. the value that we put on art has dwindled and dwindled and dwindled and dwindled in my in my opinion because it is a like again we can go back to the iPhone and the selfie like someone has an iPhone and they just take a photo of a mountain and they, they feel that that is the same value as having someone who has, that is their entire craft is capturing and curating and creating that moment, that picture, it, it sort of invalidates it a little bit and it totally changes how the public, those who are not in the artistic sphere, because everyone who's an artist feels differently. doesn't matter what medium you're in, we all feel a certain way about our art, of course, mm-hmm. right? And the value that we bring to our art and we should be reciprocated from the world. But it's very different if you're talking to a mathematician. It really is. And it's, I don't know why that is. I think it, it might be really- it's social conditioning. It's yeah. just social, it's, it's societal, not social, societal conditioning. Societal conditioning, agreed. And I remember right my senior year I had, it was with a group of friends and a friend's girlfriend um, asked me what I was studying. Mm-hmm. And I told her that at that point in time, I was on my professor teacher route. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. My lit. I mean, I could tell you, like I was going to stu- I was going to get my PhD in British romanticism. And I was like, yes. Like, yeah, I knew yeah, yeah. And she looked at me. So she's like, Oh, so you want to be poor for the rest of your life? <gasps> Wow. And I was like, what? Like, my reaction, I was just like, excuse me. And she's like, yeah, you're going to be a teacher. So, like, you want to be poor. Wow. And I was like, number one, this is implying that I'm not, that I'm poor now. (laughs) Right. And that's rude to even imply, number one, because I come from a very wealthy background. Yeah. And I understand that that gave me privilege like, I am an immigrant, but I very much look like a white girl, mm-hmm. except for I'm really tan, and then you can tell I'm from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, 
even my like my grand like my grandfather was a diplomat right. in Colombia right. and my father has a master's degree and my mother has a master's. So like, mm-hmm. this isn't just a U.S. thing, like right. very much like we were, we did come from affluent, that's the right word, an affluent background. But at the same time, my parents, especially my mother, never let me not appreciate my privilege. Like there's yes. a lot of poverty in Brazil, yes. a lot of poverty. And I think that might be part of the reason why they installed in me, like you don't give up. Like if you choose a path, you just, you fight for it and you make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, it's, it, it was very affronting to me to have somebody of my age come at me like that. And she got like, a dig, like think she's an accountant now. Right. But like in my mind, I'm like, then let's talk about like, if I want to be poor for the rest of my life, quote unquote, but like, are we talking about poverty of the soul? Yeah. Poverty of your purpose? Like that doesn't, and again, I think that's that backlash societal conditioning that going towards the arts somehow means that you are going to live a less fulfilling life because Mm -hmm society just pushes like you need to make a certain amount of money you need to make more money and you need to work harder and you need to not take breaks and that's something here in the U.S. that has always blown my mind are people that like don't know how to rest yes and don't know how to take vacations like yes it's very very American it's such an American way of looking at things and I did not grow up like that I Mm -hmm. still to this day cannot wrap my mind around I've been here (laughs) since I was eight so like yeah I am most like I'm Brazilian, but like, and Colombian, but like, I grew up here. Like, I watched yeah. it, but like, even seeing friends, like my my parents, like we would go for like month long vacations. Yeah. And again, understanding privilege, understanding right, all that. Right. My dad was a stockbroker, for God's sakes, but right. like, that was an important thing to them, mm-hmm. right? And i think there's i think there's it's coming back it's kind of up to us and how we raise our like our generation how we raise our children to appreciate art yes and get through this this like starving artist mentality and artist in general like it's not just art in a sense of your traditional like now there's digital artists and there's you can have, you can be create, you can be an inventor, you know, mm-hmm. like you can invent things like that's creativity. That's art. Yes, exactly. I think for us, like um, how we were talking the other day about like when we were, when we were going back to our memories from Atlantis and how art and architecture were also functional. Absolutely. Right. And I think we're Absolutely. slowly getting back to that, that like our art has a function Mm-hmm. with music even mm-hmm. like even like I believe that we are it's going to be very interesting to see how this like shift into the 5d is really gonna propel this world forward and I mean granted I like I'm not gonna lie like I I pay for a business coach like I have business strategy I have a business plan like right. I have an accountant I I'm a business owner like I have a serious business that provides for my family yeah but it affords me a chance number one I love what I do but it also affords me a chance to be able to really photograph what I want to mm-hmm. and sometimes just for fun because that's mm-hmm. another thing like once I start it comes to a point like in the middle of wedding season that I'm just like I can't even look at my camera I'm like, exactly oh. I don't even want to pick it up no my gosh yeah. and that's coming like I've got yeah. in my wedding season I mean it's is started last month but i've right. only done with covid i've only done two actual weddings but in right. the september coming up like it starts ramping up on the first of september and by then october 24th i'm going to be exhausted right. but just like that remembrance i think when i come out to california to see ladies like it's going to give me that chance to to play and again we're talking mm-hmm. about like, it's all coming back to like what we we're talking about like that inner child play coming yes. out and having that little joy of um of creating mm-hmm. anything really like you as long as you're yes. gonna create if you're gonna go build like i mean think about it as kids we built legos like how cool is that like why do we stop doing that 
Exactly. We ridicule people that keep that too. Exactly. Well, like, because again, it's we don't actually think that joy is something that is a valuable experience to be having, something to be actually seeking. We don't believe mm-hmm. that it's actually our true north, but it is. We think that we have to put our joy aside. And that's, I love that you brought that up because it's so, so true. Where it, it fully relates back to this idea of a starving artist. And to me, relates back to sort of the closed loop system that exists mm-hmm. within the art world also, because it's like people, artists just want to give to other artists, right? And it, it, right. it comes from our hearts. So we are giving from our hearts to others who we see expressing through their hearts. But often artists are underserved and undervalued and we don't have funds. So then we can only give a certain tiny amount to our brother or sister, they can only give a tiny, tiny amount to their brother or their sister that they might be extremely inspired by, but we don't have the privilege, we don't have the option of actually like, you know what I'm saying? Really engaging with each other. Oh no, I'm so, I'm sitting here going, yes, 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 yes. And it's a lot like, and again, I think it was very interesting when you approached me about this subject because I'm like, okay, what? I don't like really sit down and be like, okay, we could talk about photography and holding space and all yes. that, but like, what more is there? And I yes. think it, there's so much to speak. And I honestly, we could probably just do like an entire, like just podcast in general. Just yes, exactly. But, like, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but with that, like we, there's going to be a shift in how the economy works mm-hmm. coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm even seeing it now, like bar- the bartering, bartering that's happened. Yes. I right now barter my services for vet care. Mm. I care. Yeah. House cleaning. Oh my gosh. These are all things that because of what I can do with my talents and because I have studied my photography, I've honed my craft. I, I'm a branding specialist. Like I do so much more than just weddings, but like branding is another big thing for me. We can barter with our talents. It's kind of this current, like I think currency is about to change because of that, because yes, I can put, I, it's so easy for me to put a dollar amount into what I do. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I've already figured that out. I already have my, my mathematical equations to tell me what I can do. Yes. Super easy. Right. But at the same time, like, what are things that I need? I obviously can't barter for food right now. Not a thing that exists anymore. Right. But when somebody approaches me, like, I have a certain amount of money now that I can, that even if business is slow and my dog gets hurt, right. she can go to her vet and mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I... We, I use my eyes for my, so much of my eyesight yes. has to do with work and exactly. these contacts and I'm trying, I'm get glasses and my husband needs it. So like yeah. things that I would normally spend money on and yeah, I'd spend that. Is it, is it sometimes better just to get paid? Yeah, totally. But at the same time, like for the next two to three years of my life, I don't have to worry about three things that I would exactly. normally be paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars, thousands exactly. of dollars for, right? Yeah. Especially vet care. I mean, yes, no, exactly. It is kind of just like, it's a whole different, we're going into a whole different culture mm-hmm. and some of us are going to obviously get there ahead of others. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much to give, you know, and there's such a purpose for, all sorts of crafts and kind of looking, honestly, like we kind of look at things that's, that are like inventing and mm-hmm. architecture, like people think that's art, but like they don't really think it's art. No. Like they think it's like a, but <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> what is making a beautiful building? That's what he's like an architect. Is that's art. Artist. That's art. I agree. Right. At the college I went to, the architecture school is like within the, within it's next to the art building yeah but like yeah, it's the same I think, thing i think within university i think architects yeah. consider themselves artists 
Yeah. But the rest of society doesn't. No. So what is the difference between an architect yeah. making money on a building than me making money selling a portrait of a sunset at Rocky Mountain National Park? Right. Exactly. I crafted that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, it's not talking amount of money because obviously right. creating buildings <laughs> way more expensive <laughs> right, than right, that. Right. But at the same right. time, like dance, take dance. Like, does it take away? Does it take away from your ability to bring joy to people by the way you move? Like experiences matter so much and I'm really like every hope and ounce of my being wishes that everybody can experience that yeah right experience a little bit of beauty into the mundane and um just appreciating that in general and kind of opening your eyes hey guys this is Shannon I'm just popping in with an offer from my website healingintuitively.com I just launched my first quantum healing and Akashic Records reading course all about how to heal yourself quantumly, exactly how I have healed myself from Lyme and chronic illness. It is called Healing Inside Out and I'm so excited to share it with you. If you purchase the course and send me a screenshot of the purchase confirmation, I am offering free Akashic Soul Medicine sessions, recordings with every purchase of the course. So if you send me a screenshot that you purchased the course, either to my email, shannon at healingintuitively.com or to my Instagram at healingintuitively, I will send you a free soul medicine Akashic session. So can't wait to work with you. Hello loves, this is Mary. I wanted to take this moment to thank you for being here and for listening to this episode. As always, I am here for you should you be interested in diving into the cosmos of your unique human design. One of the things I absolutely love about human design readings is looking at your chart while being in the records and connected with the Council of the Pinnacle. The experience is just so powerful and it truly allows you to see yourself. And I am offering discounted prices for all of you. So if you feel called to book a session with me online, Let me know that you came here from the podcast. I can't wait to connect. I think this conversation goes further into like what society is going to look like in the future and what will be important. Um, I mean, this is the time for us to, we say act and it's okay to act quietly, but this is my way of using my voice. Yes this is your way of using your voice, you know, and both of us have other talents that we can use, but I think the bit, like we have have so much in common, but our love for plants and our love for Mm -hmm. art and dance stands Mm -hmm. out to me. Yeah. And same as like me working with that sacral creativity and yes. you working with like your, like you see everything, right? Yes. And yeah. it's, it's so beautiful to kind of just mesh it all together. And like we exactly. see, we're put here to see, we're put here to experience, mm-hmm. we're put here to open eyes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All our sisters were here to uh, relate other, to in other feel ways. and relate yeah. to uh, to bring so much love and joy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do believe like for both of us, it's a quieter, more subtle, more subtle way of gifting our talents to people. Mm. Yes, I agree. Again. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's, it's kind of so funny. So I don't know if like we can, we can state this for the listeners. I don't know that we've said this on the podcast but one of the first things mariana and i connected on is that she danced for years and years and years and years when she was young as well of course she's a photographer and right away i was like whoa (laughs) it's a dancer and a photographer what the heck (laughs) how is this first like of course right no because our 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 other sisters experience life in different ways Right, they and, do. And it's and Cass- so cool to see things. It's so eyes. cool. It's sometimes I'm like, "Whoa, I would never have looked at that that way." Mm. And it's so interesting right. too that like that Catherine is has been in the acting world her whole life and has been in that artistic sphere her whole mm-hmm. life. Again, it's very different from 
it's so similar and related, of course, as a performing art to dance. But again, it's just, we all have a different perspective that was formed based on our artistic pursuits or our other passions or other pursuits, right? Like Mm -hmm. for Shannon, I feel like it's her chemistry. It's like her um, understanding of of cells and of biology and stuff like that because she was a chemistry major. (laughs) So much college. She's so scientific. And yeah. It's, I always feel like an athletic power to Shannon. Or, yes, yes, yes. I feel like there's like this like all behind so her. Flexes, babe. Yeah, that like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I'm just like, I have a float here. Little floaty fairy little over here. Floaty fairy. <laughs> little here. fairy just flying around her head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a always YouTube channel to like show the <laughs> the hand movements we make. Oh my gosh! But, no, no exactly. and I think I think it's really it's very cool to see how we all. I, I like that I'm able that we're able to talk about us seven, us four right now, mm-hmm. um, in this open space too, because so much of our lives it's become an integral part of our existence in this lifetime, right? Being able to find each other, but also understanding that we did choose these human lives and there's actual living that needs Mm -hmm. to occur too, because as much as we came here with a purpose, we also came here to learn, right? Exactly. Because I mean, as much as for most of us, this is, we're getting to the end of our lifetimes right we're we're nearing we're nearing our our soul ages mm-hmm. we're nearing that 10 right and right. we're taking a lot of this to learn to learn the the bits of what our souls still need yes. and understanding yes. the naivete did i say that right mm-hmm. yes i did um <laughs> of like this human existence yeah it's Mm. so existential but at the same time like remembering that we're here and like you're talking i wish we were recording at the beginning when you're like oh and we always say humans like we're not one (laughs) like we're not them (laughs) i mean and if you think back like when did you start calling people humans because I right. I mean it's been a solid eight years for me right. I'm like that it's human over there I do not like that human mm-hmm. they're like you mean that person I'm like no, that's right. like just that human right there I just don't like that energy that it's emitting off of that human but yes. I like the energy that's emitting off of this dog yes Being exactly to- exactly and for, at that point in time I was just like I'm just weird and talk like this but now I'm like uh, no I'm connected oh, actually it's uh, I mean obviously when when we get together we're in one mind so you keep Mm -hmm. saying things that are coming to my mind and I keep getting extra thoughts on everything you're saying I love it I want to hear it all naivete was when you were speaking about that I immediately was thinking about how that relates to this idea of our children and how we we do ask them to suppress their natural expression and their natural yes. imagination, their natural creativity, all of that stuff, because we think that they are naive. We think that they haven't woken up to the world yet, right? They're not in the world, right. the real world. And the so matrix no more than us. is the reality. They're so more intelligent than we are. So they're, they're just connected. And so I feel like that is how we view artists too is like they're naive they just have their heads in the clouds they just want to create and express and they actually don't live in the real world they don't live in the matrix it's like that same thing where we're actually more connected we're actually mm-hmm. more in our true honestly from my perspective we're in our true essence when we're creating when we're mm-hmm. actually in that imaginative expressive fluid third eye and sacral energy in those spaces, we're actually connecting with source, <laughs> but connecting we're told, yeah, to, to, in you know? a very specific way too. Yes. Like, yes. 100%. And I love that you said that. Like I told you that one of my dearest best friends just found out that she's having a little boy in a few months and we were speaking about parenting in general and conscious parenting, mm-hmm. which is something that like I've spoken about, though I'm not yes. a parent yet, but like, yes. Um, 
it's knowing that those like children have so much knowledge, especially mm-hmm. the kids being, I mean, Oh my gosh. Rainbow babies being born now. Rainbow like babies. dang, holy, sh- literally holy shit. Yeah. Like it's so much divine intelligence in them. And I love how you put that, that naivete of like childhood and serving that inner child with their eyes tingling. <laughs> oh, I love that feeling. Me oh, too. It's like the best. It's so nice. Um, it's it's going to be like this next these next few generations are going to do so much and what a privilege it is to be guiding and parenting and helping raise them right because even like when you get nieces and nephews and friend, when your friends eventually start having kids, you, you gain a sense of responsibility to show them. Yes. Um, and I think it's going to be really big on like, we, we speak about communal living so much now, right. And yeah. how that's in our futures and mm-hmm. how cool it will be to like have, and again, this is very non-American because in like a lot of other right. cultures, like, I call my mom's, my parents, but friends, yeah. aunts and uncles, chews and chias. Absolutely. Right? They're like, yeah. they are like aunts and uncles, like my best friends. Kids will call me, like they call me chia. They, mm-hmm. I am their, yes. I am their aunt. Sorry. Distracted over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a conversation of art, but I think it's a conversation of reflection mm-hmm. of culture and society yes. and where yes. it's all, I mean, it's really cool that we get to do this. And cause if it was 50 years ago, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to be doing this. Yeah, no, exactly. No starving art. I mean, we might, we might've been able to manifest the shit out of things. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say we didn't. I mean, I didn't live through that part of the time in the world, so I don't connect to it very well. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're we're making a comeback. (laughs) Yes, we are. And I I totally agree. I think it's like it is coming from now. Now it's coming from the children. It always comes from the children, right? But it's really coming from them and our response to them because I, I keep having this quote ring in my head. I just watched something um, pretty recently and it stuck out to me. This one line stuck out to me so clearly. I think it was documentary on psychedelics. And this man, this man was being interviewed and he was talking about how his whole life, he's, he had been told that his imagination, using his imagination was making things up, right? And this distinction of actually experiencing what's really there versus the human or the 3D matrix idea of when you're imagining something, you're making that shit up. It doesn't actually exist. That was such a clear reflection moment for me to be like, wow, I have never believed that my imagination was separate from me. I've never believed that my imagination was fantasy, was something not to believe or trust or work with or develop or cultivate or nourish or any of those yeah. things. Yes. But of course, you know, like, of course, I do have a different we raised idea about yeah. it. And I'm, well, we are I'm just different kids in general. Yeah. yeah like, we're just different kids. Your, your third eye is where your imagination comes from. So, like, of course, I naturally... That's your reality. Knew, I mean, yeah, it was just your reality it was from my, the get-go. It's information, I think we can think about it as information or input rather than thinking of it as make-believe and like stuff that only kids do. But, you know? but think about what is make-believe now. Exactly. We're starting to understand that the true power of our subconscious mm-hmm. thoughts and that is creation and that is manifestation, but not in the think positive Right. And I want this and I'm going to get it. No, it's like really believing you deserve something like that as an adult mm-hmm. way of imagination, right? Mm-hmm. And 
again, like I said, we obviously, how we talked about earlier, like we were raised very differently in a way to not. And I think coming from our backgrounds with parents and finance and trading and all that stuff, yeah. like it's very interesting that we both ended up in the arts too. I know. I know. Well, like my mom, my mom is an artist. She, she is at her core. She wanted to be study acting in college. And then because her her parents, of course, lived in the great depression, right? I just said that they, Mm -hmm. they had a different understanding of the world. Right. And so they were like, uh, hon, you can't do that. And so she was a, an English major, a lit major. (laughs) And she got really into history and all these other things, which you know, we've, we already spoke about this, but to me, they're so intertwined. Oh, so interconnected. I just feel like my literature degree was like, a ph- I have a religious studies minor, so I did like yeah. a philosophy history. Lit, exactly. Right? Like, exactly. I studied it all. Mm-hmm. Just to, mm-hmm. and I think, honestly, it was very much an intentional, I didn't understand it at the time. I was just like, books I love novels and I love learning and I love critical thinking and I love writing about it so this is what I'm going to do and I love Mm -hmm. religion and theology and I had a very clear path I was either doing what I'm doing now or I was going to be doing the other thing and I'm not saying that someday down the road I'm not going to go back to that because guess what we have the power to change our minds Mm -hmm. but it is it's just it's it's beautiful the life we get to live now and the experience we get to and especially after connecting mm-hmm. how in these few short months we've all bloomed into these very different but very connected flowers yes exactly it's cool yeah i know i'm very curious too that really leads me to something i was I wanted to ask you, I wanted to, I'm just curious, I think if you could speak on your belief, how you see art and spirituality being linked, how they feel together. Oh man, that's a- <laughs> that leads right into it. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Um, oh, art and spirituality. Well, you know this about me that I, and I always know that they're more of my rudimentary drawings is that I, I channel a lot when I, yes. when I draw specifically yeah. painting is more of like a flowing meditation. Mm. When I draw specifically, right. it's more like channeled you meditation, like yes. more yeah, visual yeah, yeah. things and they're never, and, and the detail that like, I know I can get, like I channel right. certain things, like I channeled our the board Mm -hmm. where I pull cards for the seven of us and like that random picture the other day. Right. I was like, what is this? (laughs) Just like, I kind of like came up after uh, like an hour and I'm like, um, okay, I don't know where this is, but I drew it. Somewhere. Right. It's channeled. Yeah. Right. It's channeled. So for me, it's never... I, it's very much, and I have a feeling, I don't think that for me, there will be a very big separation between the two in my future. I think it's very much connected. The more and more I hone in on it, the more and more Mm -hmm. um, my art and my spirituality will, and my consciousness, my conscious work, my... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it all kind of blends for me, yeah. honestly. Um, hopefully now, like, and we are seeing it, like, really enjoy looking at artists on Instagram, too, to kind of see their perspective of the world, too, in a very, it's very hard to put to paper and to canvas mm-hmm. what we actually witness and I am, I have my modalities that I'm better at than others, but I mean, obviously, like, I can't photograph what I see in my third eye, and I have some, right. like, 
some very talented artist friends that I'm like, hey, this is what you I signed. I need you to draw this. Can you make this come to life? And it's, it's kind of, it's really cool to kind of see, yeah, like my my vision of my of my stag. I have a friend actually painting something for me after my description of um, PS for listeners um, that didn't listen to our last one. Um, deer and stag specifically are my spirit animal and was one of the very big ways that um the council of the pinnacle showed me i love that you you talk about you brought up consciousness because that's exactly it our consciousness dictates what we express dictates what we create as artists if our consciousness is in a very specific state or a very specific yeah, state, I guess I could say, or environment, our art will naturally look, yeah, yeah, look and feel so different. When I did, um, when I did plant medicine in Grand Junction, um, I mean, we've, we've talked about that experience, but it wasn't very, I didn't really feel it, but Mm -hmm. um, the shaman I was with, she had me paint and mm. she kept my painting there Good. Um, and all I saw was swirling colors so that's what I painted and I think um I don't think I have an answer necessarily to your question just yet because I think it's evolving but mm-hmm. ask me in 10 years and I think I'm going to be able to tell you exactly how my art and my consciousness and my spirituality have come together because that's part of what I'm here to learn that's part yeah. of my my path and how I can help others use creativity and art through that. Yes, exactly. I know it's no, it all informs each other, right? There's no, there right. is no separation with us. And that's like really, a, that's really a, a big theme from, from our conversation today. So I think it, it's really, really beautiful for me to have realized in a more full full way um recently that my art led me to my spirituality in in a yes. sort of more textbook way you know to the sort of awakening so that i had throughout my life i found yoga through dance it was you know it was offered as like stretch class <laughs> it was offered as like a cool down at the end of the day right and yeah. i connected with it on this very very deep level as soon as i actually started practicing it and that you know domino effect just slowly slowly brought me down this path but they also have always paired together and it was yeah I agree I think I'm we're just going to continue to find ways that 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 manifests I'm like looking at photos on my wall right now that I from an exhibit that I had that was aimed at actually capturing different energetic states through, through the lens. I can't wait to see that on your walls. <laughs> can't wait I, like, to see just that. Just put That's them so up soon. And it's, mm-hmm. it's um, a lot of my, my beautiful peers from my graduating class um, from my dance school. So it's all, it's all dancers. Um, but you can feel the energy of every single individual. And I think that that is one of the lenses, one of the perspectives that I bring to to my photography and to my work it is coming from the spiritual understanding you know and it's exactly the same for you you know it's it's yeah it's understanding that there's more to to every I mean to everything it's it's every we talked about holding space but and what else we bring in while we're holding that space? Because in order to be a container for something, you have to, I mean, you and I speak about protecting our energies when we are exposed to these because we do they, like things attached to us very easily because we are containers, mm-hmm. right? We're meant to hold. We're meant to exactly. hold that and meant to hold um, not only the space, but those energies, and cultivate something beautiful from them. And I think that's where the art comes into play. And yeah, man, we could talk for another three hours. Exactly. <laughs> I know we really, really could, but um, really, really I'm, could. So, I'm so glad we got to 
just have this conversation and have a recording and just get some of these beautiful ideas out to the world. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sitting down You're with me. So welcome. I love this. I do this every week. Exactly. I love talking and I, we do well. Another art of mine. <laughs> Just the art of conversation. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Or just not shutting up. That's another some of the great aspect of me. It's just it's just my Gemini. Don't worry about it. Exactly. No, it's all part of uh, it. Yeah. All right, my dear. All right. We'll I touch will. base again very soon. Yes, exactly. Podcast, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, we'll definitely be having you and your beautiful spirit on quite a bit more. So don't worry, everyone. <laughs> but, oh boy, they're probably like, shut this girl up. <laughs> no. Uh, no. But yeah, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. We'll talk very soon. Goodbye, everybody. Thank Bye. you for listening to my rambles. <laughs> beautiful rambles. My rambles. It's what I do. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.